To a massive episode of the Corner of the Round Table, gentlemen, UFC 284. Uh, I've got Dano and Corbs here. Um, Super Bowl on Monday. Did you guys want it? You guys like the NFL, right? <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> That's the bowl, isn't it? Super Bowls. <laughs> Sorry, they use a ball. Pigskin. Do they? Yeah, pigskin. They use the pigskin, Mingo. You don't want to touch on that, do you? Nah, do you, Corbs? Nah, shit's a board. It's the worst sport I've ever seen in my life. You used to be able what? to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> Why don't you like it, Minga? Uh, I don't know. I hate everything about it. Same. I hate. I hate how it. Um, those guys train to be these supreme athletes, and they only move for like five seconds at a time. Hate that about it. I hate. The, I hate the kneeling thing where they kneel at the end of the game if there's a minute left, and then they nobody can do anything for a minute while the clock runs down. That's probably the thing I hate about it the most. What about the padding, the padding's dumb. I, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know how they don't like see us playing rugby league and rugby union and think, oh, maybe we should just play without pads. Apparently, they think it, we're psychos. Yeah, but it, the game would be so much better. Like that's it's because they use no. They don't have to use any technique. In tackling when they're covered in pads and helmets. Yeah, just peg their head at the knees. Yeah, it's dumb. Peg the head. It's the dumbest thing ever. I don't understand, and I'm going to probably uh, piss a few people off because I know there'd be people listening that like it. I don't understand how Australians get into it. I really don't. Like, I'm glad you guys don't like it because I've felt a little bit weird never getting into it. It's why? Do you know heaps of people that like it? Yeah, I, got, I know heaps of people that like Same. it. I know heaps of people that like it. Tried to get into it as well, just I can't fully get around it. I've wanted much. to like it to be cool, you know. Same. <laughs> it's unwatchable, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> pretty shit. Is that that? Yeah, that's. I'm sorry, but like when you have a plethora of just great sport like we do in this country, how can you? I know that there's not much on in the off season, and I guess that's why I don't think anybody would would think twice about it if it was on when all our footy was on. I once did 10 tequila suicides in a Super Bowl game. I was meant to do one every time Brady did something good. I don't even know what he was trying to do. Everyone was just telling me he did it. <laughs> oh, uh, was that the Atlanta Falcons and the... It was, um, it was a big comeback. the Patriots, yeah. It was probably six years ago. Yeah, I was oh. I was real pissed watching that in like a uh, bar in El Salvador. Yeah, I was in Guatemala, Minga. Yeah, right. I think. Jeez, you were that close to me then. No, I was in Nicaragua. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was in, I was in, Don't throw away. I was in Goldie or Brizzy or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's pretty far. That's, it's pretty but far that, from Nicaragua. But that was actually, um, that that one seemed actually kind of entertaining if I remember it right. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Because they had to come back at the end, the Patriots, and they had to like keep playing like and moving quickly. I felt like there was heaps of action in the last quarter of that game for them to mount that comeback. I have no idea, man. I think Brady was good. Well, you were 10 tequilas deep. Yeah. <laughs> he must have been good. What's a su- what did you say? Tequila suicide? Yeah, you know, like sniff the salt lemon in the eye. 
fuck off. Did you do that 10 times? Did 10 of them. Oh, my God. Well, how was the eyesight? Why didn't you just sniff? I, I use one eye because I just want to fuck one eye up, and then I've always got a good eye. Why didn't you just sniff coke? <laughs> You're in central. Right, hook after. <laughs> Captain Hook. Patch. I, Minga, I don't even know what I was doing by the end of it. I didn't know who won. I didn't know what Brady was doing, and I don't even know why I was doing it in the first place. I don't, even know, I don't be, even know what the bet was. That game would be so much better if you were sniffing um, bag instead of salt. Don't you reckon? <laughs> Nicaraguan bag. Yeah. <laughs> Any bag from over there. Anyway, we've got UFC 284 in um, Perth. Um, now, this is huge. Now, we've spoken about this over and over again. I feel like we've been speaking about it for the last six months and it's finally here. This is the big one. It's the biggest, I don't care what you think, whether you're a boxing fan or whatever, this is the biggest uh, event in Australian combat sports history. Uh, we've got a, a beautiful looking card, plenty of Aussies on there. Um, what are you guys thinking? Uh, well, I haven't stopped thinking. Yeah, right. I wake up in the middle of the night at the moment and think about it and I sweat. Wow. What are you, what, like, uh, what for? I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm Volk, but I feel like, you know, whatever happens to Volk is, is happening to me. You know? <laughs> oh, you feel like you're cutting weight with him? Well, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm cutting weight with him. I just feel like I'm riding in the, every bump with him. I guess I feel like I'm cutting weight. You guys cut some weight tonight for Volk. Yeah, that's right. We got in the sauna and did, a, did, a bit, did about 15 minutes for Volk. Bit of weight cut. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that fight. More excited than I've ever been because there's just so much on the line. Um, and in fact, to have it in Australia is so sick. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm going to take my eye patch off when we get to that fight because we're going to do uh, and to give my, um, you know, prediction on what's going to happen, but. We're going to, I guess today you're going to get probably the most knowledgeable, um, thorough breakdown uh, of any podcast around of this event. Is that, you think that's fair to say? Definitely any Australian podcast for sure. Yeah. I'd say any podcast in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From, from you guys. Any English speaking podcast, because if they're not speaking (laughs) English, it's hard. It's really hard to tell. Hard to convert. But yeah, we'll, um, we're going to give our picks. We've picked a few fights um, and we're going to give our picks on everything. Now, I've been known to have a bit of real hot form when it comes to this sort of stuff. So whoever you want to follow is up to you. But um, yeah, should we should we get into it? Yes. We'd be just rude to not just talk about the, the main cards and not go into a bit of far jack, right? We'll start at the bottom. Good. Okay. Well, Farjack's not on the bottom though. Yeah, he's he's high on my he's, he's number two on my priority list. Yeah, so he's we spoke he's we spoke three, about he's him three on mine. We spoke about him on like the second or third episode of that we did, right? He's yeah. going to be a guest. So you so you're you're saying this is the second best second best fight you want to see? Are you saying it's your third? My third. I want to oh probably fourth really actually. Yeah. But I'd I say really this is the, want to see how he goes. I'd say this is the fourth one for me too, but it is it is it is interesting. And he 
he's our boy. We've been on him for a while. Now he's just um he's just uh this is his first fight in the UFC because he won his contract with his last fight on the contender series with Dana White. Was that contender that we were watching? Yeah, that was the contender series, yeah. Oh, where he, grapp- for his where he grappled a lot. Yeah, and he yeah, smashed okay. that guy, yeah. yeah. Smashed so, him. So Farjack Jenkins, biggest cock in the UFC. We've spoken to, we've, we've we've touched on it. Biggest kicks, biggest cock. Biggest kicks, biggest cock. He's uh he's helps f- with the kicks, apparently. Well, yeah, it's can, momentum. It's momentum. So when he That's turns it. his body, the cock adds. The cock mm. swings, which the leg comes it's behind. A weight him. to power ratio. It's a third leg. It's an extra weapon. We uh so he's versing a guy called Don Shanus, uh from Massachusetts, uh probably Boston. I'm not actually sure. I feel like Massachusetts is where all murderers come from. Um, if you don't watch a crime show, they're from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. that well, is actually pretty bang on. Yeah, do you like, reckon? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of crime shows to it. Well, there's a lot of murderers in America. In Massachusetts, yeah, that's true. I think they spread them their murderers out oh, over all the states. To be honest, but yeah, there's a few there. I think a lot of the good cop shows come from Massachusetts and Chicago. Sh- Chicago. Yeah, Shartown. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more like The Town, The Departed, uh, like movies like that. Oh yeah. Oh, um, you know, it's got a good, it's got a good cop, got a good cop scene there. If that makes any sense. Um, anyway, look, so we'll, a, a bit about each fighter. Now, Farjack, he's finished five of his last seven fights. He, like I said, it's his first fight in the UFC. He's uh, known for those heavy leg kicks, and he's. Two, he's got two losses by submission. Now, Don Shanus uh, from Massachusetts, uh, he's got uh, one loss by sub, one loss by KO, uh, eight wins by knockout. Were any of those in prison for the murder he committed? Uh, I haven't looked into him that much. Yeah. Uh, his last loss was in the UFC to a guy called Sadiq Yusuf, who's pretty good. Um, that was a guillotine in the first 30 seconds of the fight. Um, now he beat one thing I found looking into this guy's record he beat a guy called Jay Ellis whose record is 16 wins and 106 losses so yeah MMA in MMA that's a lot of fights that's a lot of brain damage how fucked up is that that's I've never heard of more than like 50 for 45 fights I've never seen a record like that with my eyes in my life (laughs) That sounds like an amateur, like a bad amateur boxing record or something. Four guys in trouble later but, on. Yeah, that's an MMA. That's a professional MMA record. Sixteen and a hundred and six. Did you end up looking up how many of those hundred and six losses were like knockouts or anything? I didn't look into yeah. too far into yeah. that guy's record. To be honest with you, I think we need to because that's it's a bit sickening. Yeah, um, I think it's best we don't know. Yeah, man. Maybe it's best he doesn't know as well. He probably doesn't know. He probably can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how many fights he's had. <laughs> but one thing, one thing I did find uh, about this Don Shanus's record and a lot of his wins were two guys that had bad records. So he's his his record looks a bit padded. What is his record again, Minga? Um, man, I don't have the um, bloody. I didn't. I don't have the. What is it? Exactly what his record is, but I know he's got eight. He's got eight wins by KO. I'm pretty sure he's only had about nine. Win, he's had nine wins. Anyway, 
when I look at that, like I think Farjack, like before he got in the UFC, he was only fighting in Australia. So his opponents probably weren't that much better, but I think he's definitely was fighting like some of the better guys that are here. Uh, I think um, this Don, it's pretty safe to say that this Don Shanus guy is not going to be at Farjack's level. Nah. Nah. I mean, it's probably going to... It could be the hardest fight. He's not going to have a cock the size of Farjax. No. Definitely not. That's something we know for sure. You take that many losses as well, your cock just goes smaller. (laughs) That's a well-known fact. You take over 100 losses It's not... No, no, this guy... (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) this guy. He had a shorter cock. He fought a guy that had 100 losses. (laughs) Yeah, That would have shrunk his cock. This guy's still got... This guy's still got a cock. The guy... the guy that's lost 106 times oh, is that's fighting right. on the transgender circuit. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, he's got, he's got an inverted cock. Yeah, that was a that was a free um, cock removal surgery there. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not that's not this bloke. But anyway, oh, th- this guy's cock is obviously smaller than Farjack's. We don't we don't need that's to. He, he lost that fight before he even stepped into the ring. Farjack's got cock of the card, I reckon, probably. Easily. Oh, he'd, have, he'd have the biggest cock in the USA. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Farjack. Yeah, true. Yeah, they don't call it. They didn't name him after the greatest racehorse to ever walk the earth for no reason at all. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't know. This like I, I really think Farjack's going to put on a bit of a clinic here. Um, now, that that last fight was an absolute clinic as well. In the, in the contender series, he absolutely pumped that guy. And, and what was funny about... Remember we watched that and then what was funny about it is Dana White was, wasn't impressed. He's like, yeah, I wasn't too impressed with like that performance. I thought he could have put more of a performance on it. I think because leading up... Too much ground game or something. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, that was it. Because he's... Those, leading up, there was like... Farjack was snapping people's legs and... Oh, yeah, snapping legs. They were just like... He was kicking people till they couldn't stand and then they'd have to call it off because people were like I almost... he broke legs twice. He was breaking legs. broke someone's legs... Was like it two out, of, two out of five fights he broke legs or something? Yeah, with his leg kicks. He kicks really hard for his size. Uh, like they're fighting at 145 pounds. Yeah, that's probably because he's a footy player. But I just he's fighting in Volk's division. I just can't, I can't believe Dana White wasn't impressed with this young kid who did something different and grappled and grappled extremely dominantly on the ground and beat the shit out of him on the ground, you know, for most of the fight. And was it, wasn't that guy known for his jiu-jitsu? Remember his like his no, strong... No, yeah, it? but it was like South American... I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying um, he, he was an excellent uh, jiu-jitsu as in, artist, like, but as in like, I think he was from uh, Peru or something, that guy. So I think he was like all right in the Peru circuit and stuff like that. Obviously not Brazil because Brazil are amazing at that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't like high level or anything like nah, that. Nah, but still to not be impressed by that, I was super impressed. Yeah, it was impressive. And and it wasn't just the cock. Like at, we at this at. point, oh yeah, I was impressed by one thing. Yes, yeah, like I knew he won because remember the cup fell out as well. Yeah, the cup. Yeah, his cock pushed. His no, cup wonder, off. no wonder. No wonder. Yeah. Extra large. It's never happened cup. before, which proves <laughs> no, something. They don't make cups big enough for him. Hopefully, he's got a the cups to protect yeah. the opponent. Hopefully, he's got a custom cup. <laughs> Yeah. Made for this fight. If His he, opponent's like, can you guys please put the cup on that guy? If he doesn't wear a cup, then it's a, a very unfair advantage for the opponent. Yeah. It's a low blow where they kick him in the knees. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck my, my cock. Fuck me knob. <laughs> he kicked me He's knob. Hit me knob. 
Yeah, the guy would be throwing calf kick. He'd be hitting him with calf kicks, and the ref, and he'd be telling the ref to stop. So he's got, oh, he, he's got to, he's, he's got to, he's got to wear a cup. He wears pants. <laughs> he's got to wear pants he's, and a cup. He's got, He'll be the first UFC fighter that wears three quarter inch, three quarter, three quarter skin. He'd be the first. He'd be the first UFC fighter to ever get hit in the cock with a calf kick. And, and for that reason, I think he will wear a cup, a custom, custom one, one big enough to hold the piece. Um, you know when they're like. Checking fingernails and shit just before they get into the ring. No, like, the rest got to make sure Farjack's cock's like cock wrapped around his waist. He's got to lift up. <laughs> he's got to lift up his three quarter. He's just a tucked, little bit tucked into the ass. Yeah. <laughs> They've taped his ass. They've taped his knob to his ass. What in between the crack? <laughs> yeah, right back. Strapped him up. I've strapped him. Back. I've never seen anyone strapped with strapped up like that before. <laughs> Their cock up between their cock through their legs <laughs> up between their butt between cheeks, the cheeks and then just strapped. Yeah, yeah it takes Farjack so long to prepare. Oh, it's a dedicated strapper, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sweating, Minga. That's in? weird. The aircon's. I can't do any more. I've got the aircon on. <laughs> yeah, he's done enough. It's probably a bit too much cock chat. That might be oh, why he's sweating. But look, I don't know. Do you? Do you guys? Oh, I have anything else to say before we get into our picks for this one? Because well, just, for, just for that fire jack one, I do because I can't find any like, um, will the fight go the distance markets yet? I'm uh, sure that'll look, come you up. You got the markets up? Can you give us some markets? I've got actually? the markets. It's just got the, for the um, like these prelim ones. It's only got top markets, round markets, which and total rounds. So there's under two and a half, over two and a half, obviously, and then just the outright winners. Okay. Um, so that's yeah. They'll obviously put more up closer to, but yeah, it's it's a it's a dollar fifty three for under two and a half rounds, and then and then Jack Jenkins Bar Jack is a dollar twenty eight. So the the punt, the, you know, the bloody. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give my prediction on this anyway. Uh, looking at uh, Shanus's record, he hasn't lost a lot of fights. Um, by anything but decision. So he has one one loss to sub, one loss to a KO, and the rest of his losses are all decisions. So even though I think he's going to be outclassed, I think there's a chance he's going to go the distance. Um, as much as I want to say Farjack's going to knock him out, I'm just I'm just not sure it's his... I mean, he, like, he could, but for me on this one, I'm going to go um, Farjack by decision. And... I don't know what those odds will be, but I'd say they'd be around three or four dollars, for sure. Is if it's paying a dollar fifty for under two and a half, it's going to pay. Yeah, I'm going super safe with it and just going Farjack as a multi builder at a dollar twenty eight because I love Con's bet because um I don't know what's going to happen with it. It's I don't know this the other traveler too much, you know, especially when you beat some guy who's um cockless, you know, like I don't know what he's doing. He's now well, no, he, he's he, not, he, he beat a guy, guy who's cockless and now yeah. he's beating now he's versing yeah. a guy. He oh, beat up he bet he bet up he beat up a trans person. And now he's now he's versing someone who's extremely cockful, you know? Yeah. Like He's beat now he's fighting a guy in three quarter pants. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it's a big step he's, up. He's in trouble. Yeah. Farjack's going to knock him out. Is that yours? Yep. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I feel like he's going to get on top of him and just bash the shit yeah. out of him. Take I, I like that too. And I actually hate, for the record, I hate betting on guys' decision that I want to see them knock, when I want to see them knock the other guy out, especially when they can too. Betting with your so, head, Minga. Okay. Well, I'm coming in here today like all head. To give that, yeah. Eye patch, eye patch off. All blowies. Yeah. All head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sucking some dick in I'm here today. Jeez, <laughs> a lot of penis talk. That's uh, what well, the listeners want to hear room, about. Yeah, room full of blokes. That's what's going to happen. Now, all right, so we've got those down. Um, the, let's move to our next fight. Now, there's plenty of other fights and plenty of Aussies fighting on here, but we're not going to go over all of them. We're just going to go a few that we've picked out. So next one we're going to look at is Tyson Pedro versus uh, Modestus Bukakis. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding that? me? Nah, Tyson Pedro versus Modestus Bukakis. Bukakis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Close now, enough to Bukaki as he's, well. Now, Bukakis is um, <laughs> Li- Lithuanian, so... I'm sure that in their language, well, they're Karkis not... has they're, it in the bag. In... <laughs> well, Karkis, Farjak. I'm sure that That's in the Lithuanian, they, they don't Either know that. that or he's getting come on. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could be the complete opposite. Well, you know how they say that, um, like your, your last name, like if your last name's like Baker or something, like, you know, you were... Um, you're like a baker. You you came from like a line of bakers and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe or Smith. You were your your ancestors were blacksmiths. Maybe Bukakis's ancestors were um, covered in cum. <laughs> just full, full bloody, just slave prozies. But no, I would think maybe. <laughs> I would think, I would think yeah, maybe Sla- but, slave prozies to the hardworking man. Bukakis. Oh. Men and women. There's a big... Yeah. Yeah, I've changed my decision. I think Bukakis is going to get fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Bukakis is getting fucked for sure, Bukakis. dude. Bukaki is in a lot of trouble. Now, yeah, I fucked that up. Sorry. Now, Bukakis um, from Lithuania, his, his nickname's the Baltic Gladiator, but I, I, think we, I think they could come up with a better one than that. Yeah. Now Tyson Pedro's nine and three. He's thirty-one years old. Uh, now Bukakis is um, <laughs> thirteen and five. Now, do you guys know a lot about Tyson Pedro? Because he's Bam Bam's boy. Um, they even do like a pot, or they used to do a podcast together. But they're in in Drink West together. They like they've been mates and training partners for ages. And and Tyson, um, he was on a decent run until about four years ago. He's actually had four years off, so he's a light heavyweight. Um, his last two fights in the UFC since he fought again last year, he won um, to lesser competition than he was fighting before the break, though. <clears throat> so before the break, he fought Shogun and he fought um, Oven Saints Pru and he lost those two in a row and he injured himself in the Shogun fight, injured his knee. So he had four years off trying to recover from that, but he seems to have come back okay. Um with with an injury like he had though, it's always going to be a bit of a worry, especially in a sport like this. Um, so I I don't know. He's another interesting thing about him is like all all of his wins have been are finishes. Like I watched he's, nev- I watched he's that never won a fight since that has he hasn't won and by knockout. And his last two wins here are both from kicks. 
Yeah, TKOs, yeah. yeah. So, a bit about Bukakis. Um, he's got 13 wins, nine of them are by KO, uh, but he's got three straight losses in the UFC. And mm. one of them was to Jimmy Crute, who we're going to talk about a bit later because he's fighting on the main card. Round one. Yeah, that was round one, KO. And now, Bukakis, um, when he... After he had those three straight losses in the UFC, he went. I think he his con. They must have ripped up his contract, and he went and fought in Cage Warriors back in Europe. So he won his Cage Warriors fight against a, a um, tranny, and then he's got the call up now to come and fight Tyson Pedro in Australia. So <laughs> I don't think Bukakis is as bad as a Shanus. Uh, from Massachusetts, but because uh, I, I think he's definitely getting thrown to the wolves here a bit with Pedro as well. And you see this happen with some of these cards when they put like cards on in um, home countries. Generally, you see like some favorable matchups to the home country. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing here in these first two that we're talking about. So, also considering that Pe- Tyson Pedro's had uh, all of his wins. Uh, finishes. Um, I'm going to go Pedro by submission. Pedro by submission. I love that. I mean, he could knock him out, that but is... I feel like Bukakis can like throw a few because he's got nine wins by KO. Now, I reckon. Um, yeah, I reckon Pedro's going to. That's, that's juicy too. That's five dollars sixty. What's Pedro for a knockout? Ah, uh, that's two dollars eighty, and that is my tip. Mm. Pedro, I got Pedro by knockout at two dollars eighty. Yeah, I've just conned myself into a Pedro knockout as well. Yeah, well, you might be right. It depends how slippery Bukakis comes in, you know. He might not be able to grab him to it's employ d- any submissions. Just an interesting one. It's a dollar thirty-five to not go the distance as well. Mm. Three rounds. Maybe. So it's like I'm very confident. We'd, we'd say we're all very confident that Pedro's going to win this, right? I think he finishes him, yeah. Yeah, and so that's – it's going to be one of ours. It's going to be submission or knockout. Although, I'm going the knockout. Although, although um, cum is thicker than blood. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> a lot thicker. I think. I oh know. I think that. I think that goes without saying. Now, if if cum shot was to because he's heavy, isn't he? Like cum, cum shot. Cum shot plays. Uh, sorry, cum shot fights at middleweight and welterweight. Yeah, but Cummy's heavy. He could Cummy could fight at light heavyweight. Yeah. Now is he it has a, to put a fair bit of cum on, but is it a I dream? <laughs> is it a dream matchup? Bukaka's first cum shot. Yeah, it's the ultimate matchup. <laughs> Cummy would just fuck him. Yeah, he would. Bukakis would cum Buk- on yeah, him. Cum shot fucking cum on Cum shot would fuck him. God, that's a good matchup. Oh, God! For namesake, that is the greatest matchup I can I can think of. Wow, come shot Tremayev versus Modestus Bukakis. <laughs> It'd be the greatest. Anyway, unfortunately, that might never happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Kami's never going to go fight fucking Bukakis. Well, we can dream. Moving on to the next fight, we've got Jimmy Crute, Aussie boy, versus Alonzo Menafield. Big, big, black. 
Didn't we? Did, didn't we miss one? There. Hey, Tafa. Uh, no, that's the fight after this. Oh, this one's. This got is the a, this, first. This is the first fight this, on the main card. This one's got a schedule before. That's just the betting app I'm looking at, but. So, we'll run off the run sheet for sure. But um, so Jimmy Crute, he's 26 years <laughs> old. Um, Jimmy Crute's actually submitted Paul Craig before. So Paul Craig, I don't know if you you know Paul Craig, right? The Scottish bloke. He submitted Ankoliyev. Oh yeah. He submitted uh, Ankoliyev, and he snapped. Um, oh, he popped Jamal Hill's shoulder out of his socket with a Kimura. So they, a lot of people rate his jujitsu, but Jimmy Crute has um, some pretty underrated jujitsu, I reckon. So he submitted Paul Craig. Um, his last two losses were to real top level guys. They were to Anthony Smith. Um, and that's when his foot went to sleep. I don't yeah. know if you remember that fight. Yeah, he got dead foot or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, he like threw a kick and it hit his nerve or something and he couldn't really stand on his foot. Uh, it was it was a weird injury, which was kind of left. He was doing pretty well before that. Um, and his other fight... Drop foot, sorry, it's called. Drop foot. Drop and his, foot. his other fight was against Jamal Hill, who's now the light heavyweight champion. Uh, Jamal Hill knocked him out. Um but that was yeah. Jimmy Jimmy's good and he's young too. So he's had um, a year off since he lost that fight to Jamal Hill, um, and now he's coming up against Alonzo Menafield, who's been on a bit of a tear. Um, he's got two KOs in a row. He's actually thirty five, so he's oh. he's um, he's getting old. Um, he basically just knocks people out. He's big and he's heavy handed. I think he kind of is a bit a bit. He's got plenty of power, but I think he's a bit slow and a bit like one dimensional. Um, I think the year off for Jimmy Crute is going to do him well. I think Jimmy Crute's actually a training partner of Farjack too. Oh, oh. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. This is a this is a tough this is a tough one though because Alonso's a beast. Um, I I don't know. Like I, I'm obviously going to go with Jimmy, but it's tough, man. It's tough. Jimmy um has had a knee recon in those two years off as well. Yeah. Right. A year off, yeah, a year off, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Go, sorry. So that's, look, that's not good. No, it's not. But I, I think, um, but obviously he's been training at full pelt, you know. Yeah. So that could go in his favor. He's going to be ready for this. I think. I. I don't think he comes into this and tries to stand for too long with Alonso, though. I just don't think it'd be a smart game plan, especially after that last knockout to Jamal Hill. So I reckon he's going to try and use his jujitsu. And I think it it is underrated. I think Alonso's the kind of guy that'll be hard to hold down. But um uh, I'm seeing Crute by submission here. I think he shows a bit of that jujitsu that he's got. That's what I'm thinking. What what's that paying Corbs? Gotta get that up. We've got uh Jimmy Crute submission, three dollars thirty five. Nearly the same as him as KO, which is three dollars twenty five. I wouldn't bet on him by KO against Alonso. Uh, and submissions are like I actually don't like going too many submission wins because I actually think submissions are the hardest ones to hit out of KO and, and decision. I think if you looked at it statistically, and I don't know this for sure, but I feel like if you looked at it statistically, the submissions would happen less, maybe. So it's it's I'm always a bit like he- hesitant to Especially be unless it's like you know un- sorry unless it's like a, a submission unless Charles. it's like Islam or someone Charles you know yeah. But that yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's his only. I'm thinking it's his only like smart path to victory here. I don't think he wants to stand with Alonso for too long, 
And I think for him to win by decision, a lot of it's got to be stand-up unless he's on top of him. I think if he gets him to the ground and he gets top position, he can submit him. you know who his last win was against? Jimmy Crowe. Um, Don't check, Corbs. I've got, I've got a bunch the guy who's had a bit of airtime today. Bukowskis. Bukowskis. Do you know how he beat him? Bukowskis. Calm in the face. <laughs> <laughs> KO and then, then he finished him off. <laughs> he knocked him out and blew all over Knocked him. out Bukakis. CO, not a KO. <laughs> Say yes. Well, Bukakis would have loved that. <laughs> He's been Bukakis by CS. His ancestors. And he, and I, I don't know. If we're ever going to get away from this, but what do you? What's your what's your prediction for this one, Corbs? Um, look, I I'm loving what you just said about that. I I didn't know how good Jimmy Crute's ground game was because I've just watched him, like I watched him when he was rising up and when he was throwing those overhead overhang overhead bangers and and knocking people out. Mm. So um, I, I actually had him by KO before this, but now I'm so unsure. I just Going to sit on the fence and be pretty Switzerland about it and go, just Jimmy Crute to win a I'm going to go, I'll go KO, Corbs, if you want to go. I'm just going Jimmy Crute. Go KO if that's what you got. Well, I, I, it's not like it can't happen. I, I just didn't look enough into Alonso. He's a big boy. Um, Alonso looks like he'd be hard to knock out. And there we go. What's Alonso's stats for knockout as well? For being knocked out? Uh, I've got him not, here. Not much. Yeah, lost three fights. Yeah, he's lost by one knockout ever. Two decisions. He's never been submitted. He's he's won one by submission. He's been knocked out before. It doesn't mean it can't happen again. Especially by Crute. Crute's a weapon. I just don't think that's how Jimmy Crute wants to fight this fight. Especially not after that way he lost to. No, I'm, I'm I'm loving your tip, Con, and I'm like either gonna like I'm just gonna stick with Jimmy Crute to win. I'm, I've got the pussy bets today, but I definitely got Jimmy Crute just to win at a dollar fifty one. Another multi builder, but um. I don't think he win. I don't think he comes off that long a layoff and then disappoints in front of the Australian crowd. Yeah, it'd be it'd be disappointing if he did. It'd almost, I feel like, almost derail his career. It'd be huge. The worst thing that could possibly happen is he injures himself again. Yeah, three losses in a row. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I love the submission because I didn't know that about him. That's epic. But just Jimmy Crew to win a dollar fifty one for me. But what do you reckon, Dano? Let me go the knockout. My reason is, I feel like if I was fighting in front of a home crowd, I'd just want to, I just want to knock someone out, and maybe that's what we go for. Not much logic in that. That's that's good, but that's time. I'm going to go with it. That's good. That's what we're here for. All right. Uh, next fight, we've got a heavyweight fight. Uh, we've got a big boy from Logan, and south side of Brisbane, halfway to the Gold Coast. Oh. KO. Justin Taffer. Now, he's a big Islander boy. All of his wins on his record have been by KO. He doesn't do it any other way. Um, if you would have watched him before, he's had a few fights in the UFC now. He's just, he's a bit like Mark Hunt. Maybe not as skillful. Definitely not as skillful. But same sort of style, same sort of body shape. Um, just rock hard head, heavy, heavy hands, heavy kicks. He even head kicked a guy in one of his last fights. In his which last is, win. Yeah, and like, which is pretty amazing when you see his body type. Um, 
Now he's a he's a weapon. And Head kick KO. Yeah. So he's a weapon, and uh, uh, the guy he's fighting, Parker Porter. Now he's nearly forty years old. He's got a fairly poor record. He's um, got a body on him as well, doesn't he? He's a big fat <laughs> white fella. Like slightly slimmer but more hairy butterbean. Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> his claim to fame is probably being knocked out by John Jones in two thousand and eight. Actually, uh, that wasn't in the UFC. So. Apart from that, he's come in, he actually looks as far as like, he's not the worst heavyweight, like he's got a bit of skill on the feet, um, but it's not It's not going to be at the same level as, as Justin, and I really see Justin taking this guy out. This guy's nearly 40, man, he's a couple of years off 40. Um, this is an execution for this bloke, and the, I'm almost certain of it. So he lost to that Brazilian um, Almedia? He lost to him. Jelton um, Almeida. Yeah, that's yeah, Almeida. He's sorry, a weapon, yeah. He lost to him in um, in May from submission, like thirty, like four and a half minutes in. Sorry, Almeida's going to submit nearly everybody in that heavyweight division. But well, yeah, go on. Well, he um, and the three fights before that, he won only by decision. So, yeah, I, look, I can't, I can't see him lasting three rounds with Tafa. And the odds yeah, are very look, even for this. It's Justin Tafa at a dollar seventy five. Parker Porter at two dollars ten. What's tougher for KO? Tougher for KO. Here we go. Is two dollars seventy. That is absolute fucking money for jam. Yeah, that is. I'm going to put five units on it right now. I'm going to. I'm, I'm multi building that. I'm going to make that my best bet of the card. Is Justin tougher by KO? Easily. That's easily my best bet of the card. If you can get two seventy for that. That's oh, going to happen. I love now, he's from Logan, and you know people from Logan can crack, dude. That's all That's all that goes on around there is people just punching each other. He's been doing that since he was bloody... Since he was a young boy. Yeah, he's been cracking skulls. I love what you said before about Mark Hunt as well, and this guy's drawn a lot of inspiration from Mark Hunt, apparently. He said the conversation with Mark Hunt changed his UFC career, and um, his younger brother, Junior Tafa, is actually training a lot with Mark Hunt, so I... I, th- I believe that, I he'd be training with Mark Hunt too. Then that, I, I think he, I read something that Justin was training with Mark Hunt as well. Yeah, and if he and he said he, this is the most disciplined he's been leading into a fight because he missed weight for one of those fights, which is one of the which Dana White was blowing up about because he reckons it was one of the first. Uh, it was he reckons it was the first ever in heavyweight history, <laughs> but um, Mark Hunt's come out since then and blown up at Dana White about it. Two years ago or something, um, yeah, that he definitely wasn't the first heavyweight to miss weight. But like to miss Mark weight, Mark can't sue the UFC. He still is. I think it's still it's still going, it's still going. Yeah, for like CTE stuff. I'm yeah. pretty sure and, and pay stuff. Yeah, but um, good on him. I'm with you. Like Tafa by knockout looks. Well, Dude, it's the, I'm telling you, it, that's the best bet of the card. It looks silly. It even looks like... We're going to have a stack of the, T- like, the TCRN's even, account on that too. This even might be... Corner of the round This table. might be my um, my heart. My bet is Justin Tuffer KO round one. Yeah, What's that paying? It's $5.10. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm going to put another five units on that. Did you just bet on it? Yeah. Round two, $7.75. Maybe Parker with you know withstands one. I, I reckon you know. that'll come down closer to the as the, closer to the start of the fight to that price because 
once people are around and they've got their their apps open and they start watching it and they start watching the highlights and they're start looking listening at stuff, to this potty. they're listening to. Well, once they hear the potty, though, the, the odds are gonna. Well, the, yeah, they're gonna plummet. But once, but once people are in the pubs or at home and they're watching it and they're, and they're watching the, the these guys walk out and they're hearing what's being said, that price will come down from two seventy closer to two dollars for a knockout. I guarantee you. That's that's overs at the moment. It's it's a hundred percent overs. Isn't it crazy how close they are? A dollar seventy five and two dollars ten. Yeah, and Taff is not winning that fight on decision. Nah, he. I, 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 let me just check how many decisions he's won. Um. So he's got two wins from two knockouts, three losses, one knockout, two decisions. So he has gone the distance twice. Um. Yeah, don't see it happening now. I think he knocks him clean out. So, Dano, what are you going on that? I'm going to get a tougher first round knockout. Is that all right? Yeah. I've gone knockouts pretty much every fight, but I'm getting excited about these Aussies fighting. I think it's going to be sparks flying, Minga. <laughs> Look, that's a great bet. First round knockout for four. you might look. You might as well take the five dollars for first round knockout because I'd be very surprised if it gets out of the first round. Yeah. But a hundred percent that Parker Porter is getting fucking knocked out. Um, all right. So moving on. This is this is my second favorite fight. It's it to be honest. It's even close to my first. It's probably my first favorite fight on this card. You can't what? say that. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys today, and you might not gonna like like it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it Minga. anyway. Minga. Come on, mate! Like, you, you, you are you telling me your excitement levels will be less for this than the Volk Island fight? <laughs> be honest. No, I'm fucking. Listen, I I can't wait to see that fight, and I love Volk, but when I would as a as an MMA purist, which I am, I I, hope, I, I hope we get a good shot of. Dano's face when you said that. <laughs> the cameras aren't on right now. Oh. But as as a purist, this for me is the best matchup stylistically on the whole entire card. And what I'm talking about is this is the one that I... I the, as far as the fights go, without the hype, without Volk and all of that involved, this is a hell of a fight. Well, you're basically saying if Volk didn't exist, this is the best fight. This is my second favourite fight. Is that what okay. you'd rather say? Okay. Like you're saying, this, this. without the hype, without Volk. Well, you may as well just not have Volk and just say, okay. it's the second best fight. Okay, this is my second favourite <laughs> God. I'll just lie then. I'll just, I'll just lie to no, everyone so then. Tell them it's your favourite. No, tell them. See how many fans we lose. So anyway, Jack, Jack Mandela Madalena. Oh, uh, here it is. So Mandela. if you don't know about this guy, it means you haven't been watching many of the UFC prelims or fight nights leading up to this card. Uh, he got his contract on the Contender Series in September 2021. Um, since then, he fought a bloke called Pete Rodriguez, a Russian bloke called Ram Ramazan Amev, um, and then an English bloke called Danny Roberts. Now, the three fights he's had in the UFC, he's all won by knockout. All first round. All first round, and he's looked sensational doing it. Now, he started off as a rugby player, 
he went to school. I think he might be from Melbourne and then moved to Perth. Um, he took up boxing when he was 14, apparently. And then when he finished high school, he finished playing rugby and he just kind of stuck with the boxing. So you can see it when you watch him fight because he's got some pretty crazy hands and put some really good combinations together. He attended St. Kevin's. Do you know St. Kevin's? Very prestigious private school. Well, well, there you it, go. Private school boy? Mm. Cool. Well, if he's playing rugby, that's usually a private school sport. Yeah, I guess it is, especially in Melbourne. Yeah, and anywhere. I don't think anywhere plays so rugby that aren't Melbourne. private schools. Hey? Melbourne rugby. Yeah. It's fucking good. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, look, there's, a, there's similarities to Volk there with the rugby league and the rugby background. Um, those blokes that, you know do that are obviously going to come into mixed martial arts. You don't think it was union? Combat. Rugby union? It, no, this... Della played rugby union. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Sweet, sorry. So... Sorry about that. So, yeah, this is like... This guy's, this guy's the hottest prospect we have, easily. Like, and this is a huge test for him against Randy Brown. Um, go. I've got another good little stat there. Yeah. He's on a 13-fight win streak. Yeah, I think That's his only two losses were at the start of his career. When he was 19. Yeah, and he he lost his first fight by <sighs> KO and he lost his second one by submission, which, you know... 19, but... Yeah. You know? He hasn't... He's obviously... It can take a while to, like, put it together. And, like, I, I, honestly, like, he's looking so good. The, his, the level of competition he's fought since he got in the UFC is not high, but... Everybody that's like watched him knows that he's levels above what he's been fighting at. So this is the perfect test for him, I think, in front of his home crowd. Like this is, this is epic shit. And let's let's talk about our boy Randy Brown as well, but yeah. So we've had a Randy Brown was uh, even a shoe in of the week previously when he fought Francisco Trinado, which was his last fight. And to be honest, he scared us a little bit in that. He did. He got wobbled. Yeah. At one stage as well. And he can tend to kind of like take a rest. He floats. He like yeah. he can tend to just back off a bit. Yeah. Where he'll be peppering nonstop and you're like, oh, this could end quickly. Then yeah. he'll then he leads back. Like now Randy Rude Boy Brown, um Rude he's, Boy. He's thirty two. He's got a hell of a reach on him. Did you say he's got like a nine inch reach advantage on Della? It's crazy. Um let me let me look let me look this up. <laughs> So his reach. What sort of? What sort of? Oh, sorry. That's like that's five, like a quarter of Farjak's it's, cock. It's five inch. It says here, but I read another place. It was nine inch, but five. Yeah. So that's um, Farjak's knock. Imagine if they put like the stats up before the fight for Farjak's fight. They're like reach. <laughs> you know, they have the reach comparisons. <laughs> it's like fourteen to three. <laughs> yeah. That's flaccid. <laughs> sorry. Hopefully they do. Uh, anyway, Randy Brown, 16 wins, four losses. He's got six wins by KO, five by submission. He has got some nasty submissions, Randy Brown. And that's what worries me about this fight more than the striking. I feel like um, Dalla can match it with him in the striking. Even though Randy Brown's, like we've said before, is really athletic and really dynamic, I think he can like exert a lot of energy and then he tends to like have to coast a bit because he doesn't want to gas himself out in the way he moves. And I feel like Jack Della is just going to be a little bit slicker than him in a way. Like, he's not going to have the same kicks. He's not going to be, be as long, but I just feel like he's going to have... He, I'd almost say he definitely has better hands. De- definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's like 
Randy's very crafty from what I watched. Randy was born in Massachusetts. Was he? How's that for a fun fact? Moved to Jamaica. Sure he wasn't born in Jamaica and moved to Massachusetts? Mate. <laughs> he was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. Really? And he moved to Jamaica? To Jamaican parents, but moved to... Oh. Moved to Spanish Town, Jamaica. Yeah, right. Spanish Town. As a toddler. Anyway, fun fact, Massachusetts is getting a bit of airtime here. Yeah. Um, so what's your pick then, Inca? Well, look, I, I, I think this is... I, I think the danger here is less on the feet for Della and more with if Randy can catch him with a sub. Because like I said, like he's got some pretty... He's got some pretty hectic like um, submission skills. He submission he submitted uh, Cowboy Oliveira, who's a who's a really good fighter in the welterweight division. Um, and before that, see, his only loss in his last seven fights is to Vincente Luque, and he's now. beaten some good guys. He's beaten Wally Alves. He's beaten Brian Barberina. He's beaten Cowboy Oliveira, Jared Gooden, which is you know not that good, but he's the guy that just beat Paddy Pimlet but didn't get the decision. Um, you know, I, like I think he's fought better guys, but I do think these guys are at a similar level. Um, I definitely think, all things considered, Della is going to catch him at some point, like and possibly put him out because from what you've seen from him, like it just looks like it's what he does, and Randy can get caught too. So I'm getting right around Della for this, and. My pick's Della by knockout. My exact pick is Della by knockout. Yeah, but I but I that's tread. A dollar, I, that's a dollar ninety four. A dollar ninety four. Dollar ninety four by what's knockout. What's Della by decision, Corbs? It's um three dollars eighty. I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Yeah, but that's not bad. Bit of volume. I definitely. Randy Brown's definitely versed the better competition, as you said. Definitely, like, that's without doubt. But watching Della. He is just a bull with ridiculous hands, I reckon. His combinations are out of control. And I think I think all it takes is for him to catch Randy once or twice. Randy's dropping. It's some of the nicest combinations you'll see thrown in the UFC, I reckon. Definitely some of the best boxing I've watched for a while, I reckon. Yeah. So you can't you can't you get ready for this one because I reckon it's gonna be an absolute cracker. Uh, my second favorite fight on the card. But, um, yeah, I can't wait for this. And it's huge if he can get this win. It's, yeah, it's huge. All right, so this fight is my third favourite fight on the card. Yeah, this is Yair Rodriguez, El Pantera, versus Josh Emmett. Now, Josh Emmett, one of the good guys of the UFC, um... Been pretty unlucky with injuries and stuff over the years. Um, he's got a, he's got devastating knockout power. He's really explosive, um, really tough, like really hard fight for anyone. Both of these guys have fought pretty much the top of this division, which is 145, which is Volk's division. This is actually for the interim title. I don't know why they they feel the need to do an interim title. It's weird. It's like they Dallas need to do... Right. They always do. They need to do title so fights for their pay-per-views for some reason. It's weird because, like, folks just going to get to the, both the belts. Like, why don't you just let let these guys fight for number one contender? I don't get it. Anyway, 
And who even wants that belt? Yeah, I don't, I don't. It doesn't mean anything. It's just pointless. But the UFC's been doing shit like that of late, hasn't it? It's funny when they do an interim title when Bulk didn't fight too long ago, you know, and decisively won over Max. And now his next fight, he's stepping up. Fair enough if he took a long layoff or... Yeah, you just don't need interim. No, you don't. Just to have a number one contender. Um, I love it that Josh Emmett is getting an, a number one contender fight. I'd love to see him fight Volk. I actually think that would be a great fight. Um, but anyway, so we've got Yair Rodriguez. Like, I, uh, Sorry, as I was saying, these guys have fought the who's who of this division. Yair more so. Um, Yair is 14-3. Uh, he doesn't... He had a period where he wasn't that active. Um, he's got five wins by KO, three wins by submission, six by decision. So he can tend to go to decisions and he's had some crazy knockouts over the years. He's a really skilled striker. Um, just a great mixed martial artist in general. Um, he's really entertaining to watch. So... His um his fights like just just so you can see like the guys that he's fought he's fought um B J Penn Frankie Edgar, uh Korean Zombie Jeremy Stevens, um, Max Holloway Brian Ortega they were all his last fights. That's pretty. Solid. The only guy missing from that is Volk, and maybe Calvin Cater you know for the top of that division. Um, Josh Emmett on the other hand, he has fought Calvin Cater. He's eighteen and two. Six wins by KO, two by submission, ten by decision. Uh, so a lot of decisions on these guys' records. Now, Emmett's 37 and getting older, but he hasn't shown his age a lot like through his career, and he hasn't shown a lot of like from the injuries he's got. I really wonder how good he would have been if he didn't have all those injuries too because he's a really explosive guy. Now, he had a controversial win over Calvin Cater in his last fight. Um, before that, Dan Ige, Shane Burgos, uh, Mersad Bektik, Michael Johnson... Jeremy Stevens, same sort of thing. Like these guys are the top of the division, and this is um this is a great fight. That Calvin Cater one was ridiculously judged. I feel. Yeah, I, I would give it to Cater. I felt Cater won. I don't know if it was if it. I don't want to say super convincingly, but I feel like he definitely won on points enough to. Yeah, I wouldn't say super convincingly, no, but yeah, but I, I think he won too. I can't see how. Anyways. Now, with this, I mean, Emmett's got the power advantage. I feel like if Emmett lands any of those clean shots on anyone, he takes anyone in that division out. Um, but, yeah, he is hard to hit, and he's definitely got a bit more in his arsenal. Like, he's... Uh, it's it's going to be a fucking ripper stand-up fight. Like, it really is. Um, I don't know, though. For me, I... And probably leaning more towards like a Yair decision. Um, that'd have to be my pick. I don't think. I think like these guys have got. Yeah, I mean it's five rounds, which is always doing a decision over five rounds. I always hate doing as well because it's a lot of rounds for the fight to finish. But yeah, I mean ten decisions to Josh Emmett, sixty Yair Rodriguez. Like and they're both battle worthy, you know. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it goes to a decision, and I think he is just maybe just going to have a bit too much in the arsenal for him, as long as he doesn't get caught. So I'm going Yair by decision. I can't um, disagree with that. I've, I actually before like this week, um, 
just for our listeners, Con gave us a fair bit of homework with the UFC, and I was leaning towards Emmett purely because I just love the guy, um, and because of that knockout power. But the knockout power, I was still leading towards a decision because watching, yeah, fight. He's just so crafty, and he moves so well, and he's he's quite hard to hit. Max Holloway struggled against him, which is quite weird. Like Max Holloway finds his fists on everyone, except for Volk. But um, Max Holloway even ended up going for takedowns against um, yeah Rodriguez, which yeah, is that quite was a interesting. good fight, really good fight, and just I've changed my decision because I was with Emmett, but. Just watching, looking at this homework a lot more close. I think, I think, yeah, gets it. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely gets it by decision. I just can't see Emmett landing one of those big ones. You know, like, yeah, he's got. I think Rodriguez got way too much in the arsenal. He mixes it up too much and keeps him away. And um, I think it definitely goes the five rounds, like you said. And yeah, you summed it up perfectly. So, anyways, enough. It's okay, 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 get my lips off your cock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Connie. It's definitely going to go to decision, I believe, and I, I think it's definitely going to go in, in Yeah's favour. Go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been conned in as well. <laughs> Con- conned in. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect, UFC. Yeah, so I'll go with Rodriguez's decision. You Good. heard it from the UFC master first anyway, so. Good on you, Mingo. If you're picking me and Dano's picks and not picking Connie's. Except for maybe the Volk fight. <laughs> then you've got cocks in your head. There is a saying and rocks probably, in your head, but if you've this episode's listen, very if you've listened this far, you've definitely got cocks in your, your head. In your head. Hopefully everyone that's listening and come on your face. Hopefully everyone's if, still listening, if, boys. If you've got cocks in your head, you've got come on your face. It's a yeah. It's a common <laughs> it's a go, they go together hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like honestly, I think people would still be listening because we haven't gotten to the best part yet. So yeah, I don't know if there's like if there's much more to go on this. Uh, yeah, I mean Josh Emmett's a great bloke, and I and I'd love to see him get a title shot. I, I love the Mexican fighters too. So I don't know. I'm just gonna sit back, have a, you know, might ha- I'm not gonna put this in my multi. I won't be putting this in my multi, but either. I might have just a little single side bet on it just to get in, a bit more invested in it. But I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this. I think because it's gonna be good. Con something you said earlier, actually. Um, Rodriguez versus Volk doesn't excite me as much as Emmett versus Volk. No. Because I think Volk pieces up Rodriguez. He loves those sort of crafty fighters. Like, the, yep, he's just... He, he did just, it with Max. He just he pressures just, him. He just pressures, pressures him and snaps him with his speed, you know? But yeah. um, Emmett, who's got that dangerous one-punch knockout, him against Volk, if Volk was to go back down to that weight class, excites me a lot more. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a slightly better fight. I'll just that. go back down there after he's. You think he'll clean up the light? He's going to stay yeah, and clean up the lightweight division. division. You know what would be straight from Makachev into Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier versus Volk would be a fantastic oh. fight. God. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna t- fucking tuck this erection under this bloody body <laughs> belt line. Put it between your ass cheeks and strap it up. I'm not a far jack. <laughs> Tuck that cock between your cheeks and it's barely poking out. You wouldn't even notice if I stood up. I barely, I barely fucking barely hang a hat on it. 
Are we are we are we allowed to start talking about it? You want to go to the main event? Are we allowed. Let's go. It's time for the UFC lightweight championship of the world. Introducing first, fighting out of the blue corner. He stands at five foot ten. He is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. Standing at five foot six with a reach of seventy one inches, and he is a stance Bukaki Orthodox. <laughs> he is the pound for pound best fighter of the world, which I said before. <laughs> Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Introducing the challenger. He is a Bukaki martial artist. Coming train, from- train from. <laughs> In the red corner, a Bukaki martial artist is Lam Makachev. He has a reach of seven. Oh, fuck this thing up. In was who was blue? Oh, and standing matter. in the other corner. He's a Bukaki martial artist with a reach of 70.5, 5 foot 10. He comes from the Bukaki specialist himself, Khabib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> he is the current lightweight champion of the world. What's he hung at? He is hung at 4.2 inches. Pretty small. Erect. 6.5. Pretty good. Islam the Bear Makachev. That was fucked. Very good. That was dude. fucked. That was good. I fucked all the stuff. So let's. Uh, it's let's... got me sweating anyway. <laughs> I'm yeah, fucking well. jacked up. I'm just so jacked. Let's uh, let's start with uh, Islam. So 31 years old, 23 wins, one loss. Yeah, he got sparked. He got sparked. Now, let's have a look at that. So, that was in UFC 192, which was his second fight in the UFC. Uh, It was to a guy named Adriano Martins. Now, that was a punch in the first round. Since then, he's obviously gone undefeated, and he's beaten the likes of Charles Oliveira, Bobby Green, Dan Hooker, Tiago Moises, Drew Dober, Davi Ramos, and a prospect that we will see pretty soon at the top of the light weight division, which is Armin Sarukian. Now, Islam is obviously one of the best fighters in the world at the moment, depending who you're talking to, perhaps the best. Uh, he's up against our boy. Um, biggest fight in Australian combat sports history. We just keep saying it over it's and over again. not even your favourite fight on the card, Minga. It's probably... Not, but we'll get into that. But anyway, uh, he's got four wins by KO, 11 by submission, eight by decision. So he tends to just submit people if he gets that position when he gets, you know. And he does get that position, doesn't yeah, he? Top position. He gets it easily. He's got it. He'll, he'll get you. Um, look, I think he like prefers like a, I mean, what's he got here on his record? We got. Arm triangle, we got Kimura, we got rear naked choke, arm triangle, I think rear naked choke, triangle choke, arm bar. He mixes it up. He mixes it up. 
He's he's a a Dagestani wrestler. He mixes it up for fun by the looks of things. It sounds like he's fucking around. Yeah. Sounds like he's like, oh, just do. What do I do today? Yeah, like I'm due for a rear naked. It looks like that too. It looks like that when you watch him fight. It looks so fucking easy. Like the only, like, I mean, in his recent fights, I think the Charles one, he didn't look as comfortable as he normally does. But probably because he was fighting Charles Oliveira. But and a bit of pressure. But he still fucking didn't look worried. Like He dismantled Charles. Yeah. And which was fucking disturbing. He dismantled Charles on the feet too. Yeah. When he it hit was Char- so weird. I, I thought Charles on the feet would have had him a little bit. I, I know- thought Charles didn't look himself, but no, maybe didn't. that's just what Islam does to people. We don't know. We're potentially looking at a guy that could be the greatest fighter to ever fight in the UFC, the way he goes about his business. Like, I think he's better than Khabib. I mean, his, his record probably doesn't suggest it, but it's... Yet. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what you're dealing with here. Like, it's... You could be... Deal, we, we could be dealing with the best fighter to ever do it. Um, but he could be fighting the best fighter to ever do it. He could be fighting the best fighter to ever do it, which is our boy, Alexander Volkanovsky. 25 wins, one loss. Uh, 12 by KO, 3 by submission, 10 by decision now. A lot of what's KO... His, what's his win streak to Volk? Oh, 19? fuck, is it like 13 or something? No, no, it's like 19, isn't it? Corpse? I'll tell you. All I know is he hasn't lost in over a decade. He hasn't lost in over 10 years. Fuck, it's like 20-something. It's a big win streak, Minga. It's huge. It's 21. It's 21, isn't it? The last bloke to knock him out was that crane driver, Corey Nelson. Yeah, who are we going to get in, on the pod? In the AFC. Yeah, we're going to get that on. Yeah. Yeah. So he was fighting it like well He's still crane driving. Yeah, we're going to have to reach out to Corey Nelson. He is yeah. crane driving, yeah. Imagine... That was back in 2013. Uh, imagine accidentally no, back, no. back chatting Corey Nelson yeah. in a pub nowadays. Oh, if I was Corey Nelson, I'd be telling everyone I'd spark Volk. You wouldn't even need to. <laughs> he just... I reckon he would spark anyone who... Even tries to fucking. I looked him Corey up. Corey Nelson is probably pound for pound the best fighter <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, at least he thinks he is definitely now. Well, can't argue. No, not at all. Um, if you've sparked Volk, you just have the biggest cock on you. You're the only guy to ever spark Volk, mate. Boys, are now, you are you guys feeling? Like, how are you feeling? Mentally and physically about this. Look, I told you, okay, I've got, I've got, I, I love Volk. I'm a very patriotic person. Um, I know what you're going to say. But I know what your, I know what your pick is. I know what you're going to say, and I, I can't argue with it. But no, no, I'm not, no, I'm, I know not saying, no, no, no. I'm not saying what you feel about the result. I'm just, I just want to know how you guys are feeling at the moment. With I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Your life, I'm it's feeling, so weird. I'm feeling worried. I'm feeling worried. To be honest, worried for the nation. I, I feel like everybody wants this to happen, but I feel like this is the hardest task you could possibly put in front of Volk. And I'm worried. I'm worried. I don't think I've... Um, I can't say I haven't been as excited for a fight because I was so excited for Whitaker versus Adesanya too. But um, I've never felt more like nervous about a fight. I've never felt more nervous for. A I've fight. never felt like this. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, and I'm not exaggerating when I say it, I wake up in the night, 
and I'm tossing and turning, thinking of ways Volk can win this. You're sweating. And I'm thinking of situations and how he's going to handle them, and then I start sweating, and then I end up outside the, the doona. How do you think he's going to handle it? I've thought about this a lot, Minga. I feel like I've played things over in my mind. I feel like if Volk gets to his feet early after he gets taken down, which he'll get taken down, if he can get to his feet at the start, I feel like he's going to be all right and he'll probably win. And I also think that if... I can imagine if Volk wins and he can get to his feet, people will be saying, well, we've been thinking that the whole time. He's got this low centre of gravity. He's a little nugget. He, why wouldn't he get up? But I can also see it go the other way. Well, the if, if, if he beats Islam, I don't care what anyone says. It is the greatest upset in UFC history. Yeah, easily. By far. Like, and people, um, what's, uh, what's his name? Shao Sanan came out and said, no, it's not. It, it won't be the greatest upset because, you know, Bisping did this and was losing for four or five rounds and lost and won the fifth round and these other people and he started rallying off and it's like there's no comparison whatsoever. Charles Sonnen's bit just being a shock jockey though. A bit of, a bit punch drunk sometimes with what he says. There's no there's no doubt about there's, it, man. There's there's like this this is McGregor if, McGregor went up and fought and won, but he won in his natural weight. McGregor he, before that looked like a skeleton. He also didn't beat Islam Makhachev. No, no, exactly. He beat exactly. Eddie Alvarez, dude. Exactly. That was a very favourable matchup for McGregor. Great matchup. Like, all of that stuff, for his run was just as amazing as it was because it was amazing to watch. And um, it was like, it was all strikers this, and stuff, man. This like, is it was like the, it, it was kind of easy for him. Like, for me, this is as big as, as if, like, say Rob Whitaker. <laughs> was champion, or Adesanya was champion. I don't want to say Adesanya, but let's say Whitaker, right? Because we're frothing around Australians, right? And he went up and versed like a John Jones, a light heavyweight, and beat John Jones. Everyone, it's like an impossible task. And this, this, I'm not saying this is an impossible task, but this looks, this looks looks almost like that, watching Islam in his it last It looks game. impossible. You, you, you watch Islam, is even Islam's, Fucking Islam looks like he deserves to be. I mean, not deserves. He should be in the weight class above because he's that much of a fucking rig. He could fight it well to weight. He guess. doesn't have a. He doesn't have a drop of bloody yeah fat on him. Man, look, I don't like. I I want Volk to do this just as much as anyone. But like, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think is gonna happen here. Yeah, Islam by submission. Yeah. What do you think is gonna happen? Well, I just think that if you look at Volk's career in that featherweight division so far mainly strikers he hasn't had to fight anybody like this before like he hasn't had to fight anybody that can wrestle like this anybody with this sort of but style. no no one can wrestle like this no but there's just not even like there's guys in it's like a, it's other divisions that too. can wrestle and they do wrestle but he has never had to deal with them so it's hard to say like how he's going to manage it like it's hard to say oh, he's going to just get back up because he's short and he's strong and he's stocky. It's like, this is a up a weight division against a guy who nobody gets back up against. It's like... Charles doesn't. It's if, if I'm just thinking with my head about what I would put money on here, and I hate to fucking say it, but like, it's, it's 
the odds are so against Volk in this fight. Like, it's, it is so amazing that he's taking this because most people wouldn't even do it. It's legendary like, that he's yeah, taking this. It's absolutely legendary. But, like, and if he can pull it off, it will be the greatest moment I've ever seen in sport. And I want that to happen so much because I want that. But if you're asking me to, like, think and bet with my head here, like, I don't see him being able to keep Islam off of him. For like, five rounds. What would your odds not be? Even, what not would even, your odds not be? even for one round, man. Like, I really think that Islam will probably strike with him because he's going into this at the start. He's going into this super confident. But then he will see that Volk's pretty quick and then he doesn't want to strike with him for too long. And then I think before the first round even ends, Islam will try and prove a point and take him down and try to submit him before the end of the first round. So are we just getting that straight up as your bet, Mia? Like, let, let's put it out, you know? Yeah, I'm going to say it now. I don't like, and I don't like this, but like, I can't, I can't sit here and like lie about how I see this playing out. I think that Islam first round submission is if you're going to put money on this fight, put it on that. Because at least if you put money on Volk, and he loses, you're going to get twice the devastation that you're going to get. You're going to be devastated if Volk loses anyway. Well, this 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 but goes, yeah, keep going, Mika. Put your money on Islam to win first round submission, and if it doesn't happen and Volk wins, good. But if it does happen, which unfortunately I fucking think it's going to, like at least you might not be as devastated as we're, as as you will be, like. I don't want it to happen, but it's pretty fuck. It's looking pretty obvious to me, and I hate to say it. Say what you will about me, I can't fucking lie to everyone. Right. Like this is, it's a, it's a terrible matchup for Volk. So I've got a theory in these moments, Corbs. I think I've told you this during the footy season. In these scary times, and we're going into a scary time, <laughs> when I really care about a result, and I do it with the footy a lot with Collingwood in big games. I think to myself, and I, Minga, I pose this to you on the phone. Corbs, I'll pose this to you now. If the UFC, like God, came up to you tomorrow when you're just the gods, they, gods. They, and they came there's, down, there's, they, there's, there's several, there's several yeah. they, they, and they came down, they said you were just walking in your car or something, and they were like, Corbs, came over here, and you were like, oh, what's going on? And they oh, said to you. How much money would you pay for us to like make something happen? Not make something happen, but just cast a spell over this fight and for Volk to win. Match fixing gods. Not match fixing. <laughs> just <laughs> the MMA gods. These are just the MMA gods. But they're match fixing. They have been known to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What would you pay for a Volk win? Just out of your own pocket, right <sighs> now. Not not a match fixing, not a not a not a dodgy win, but just what would you pay? Not for a Volk? wealthy man. I'd pay $1,000. All right. So <laughs> pay $1,000 to see that's, that's fine. Now, my theory out is... Out of my personal pocket, I'd pay yeah, $1,000 to watch him win. Yeah. yeah. So my theory is, Corbs, you put that money on Islam. Because if Volk wins, you just said you're happy to pay 1000 bucks. Oh. You just said it. You'd pay 1000 for a Volk win. You put the 1000 on Islam, he, he wins... 
500 bucks. Oh, more. That's, that's, Islam by submission. That's really good. I that's, love this more than anything. And that's. I think if you're going to put a thousand on don't go submission, what's he paying? Oh, no, like? no. Nah, nah, I think the best no, way man, to do it. You yeah. should see Islam versus him on points. It's you so, can't do it like that, Corb. But it's, it's yeah. got to be head to head. It's got to be head to head. Yeah. If you're putting a thousand. But, but if it's a thousand, Islam's a dollar twenty six. Because if Islam. You, oh, that 260 is not enough. It, no, 260 isn't going to ease isn't the pain. Isn't enough. I'd rather put it on thousand dollars on submission. What's that pay? Two dollars. Hold on. Here we go. Two dollars forty-five. It's overs. Islam, do it. It's way overs. Do we it. said this. We said this a month when the odds first came out. Two. Oh, not a month ago. Islam doesn't win on points. No. Look, he it, doesn't. And get this: if it goes a distance, Volk wins. This is what's weird. Islam on points is three dollars thirty-five. Dog Not shit. far off it. Is that weird? I don't think it so. That means the odds, the odds masters, who are generally very good on the on our um on sports bet, they've got three dollars thirty five for Islam by points. You know, Two dollars forty five by Islam the, by submission. The, the only way Volk wins is by points. Yeah. What's Volk playing by points? Heaps. Six dollars seventy five. Yeah. He's also Look. paying three dollars ninety just to win. If you're willing to part with a thousand dollars to see Volk win, you you might as well put that thousand dollars on Islam, because that's essentially you what you're doing. Pushing me to spend a thousand dollars. You just told me how much. How much would you pay? I just want to know in general. I, I've been thinking around that mark as well. About a thousand. Yeah. So are we are we putting a thousand dollars each on Islam by submission? I don't know if I'd go submission because what I've done in the past with these stupid bets is I've put margins against Collingwood. And they've lost, and I've got the margin wrong, and it's a double whammy of, of pain. Yeah, I don't think I think it's a high risk for, well, for the purpose think, of the. Bet. Let, let's go. I'll tell let's you go. the only other way Islam wins is by um, ground and ground pound, and pound TKO. Yep, Volk doesn't get knocked out, and that's another thing I'm scared of, boys. Doesn't go the distance. I don't want to Volk wins. I don't want to see Volk get his arms snapped, get his legs snapped. Go get put to. I sleep. don't think he, I don't he's think not he'll tapping. Tap. He won't tap. He's not going to tap. No, he'll, he'll get his fight, arms Will fight snapped. go the distance? No, a dollar fifty three. I but cannot then, see this going the distance. But, well, that's well, that's exactly what you'd put your money on then. Either that or Islam. Um, I might put okay. I'm submission. putting five hundred on Islam by submission. Two dollars forty five, and I'm putting five hundred on. Volk by points. That's $6.75. Oh, that's, a re- that's really good. That is good. Are we doing but that? you only just get your money. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. But how do I explain this? Oh, she doesn't listen. My wife doesn't listen to this. She doesn't know what's in your sports bet account. She's not. Yeah, which is not $1,000. And, and, and you know what? <laughs> She'll know the extra 600 You know what I've noticed, Corbs? If, you, if you're good at maths, you've worked out I've got 400 in the account. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's better than nothing. It's better than four bucks. And this bet will not change your thoughts. I'm telling you. Like, I, I do these bets sometimes against Collingwood. And I think, oh, geez, I hope I don't start back with the other team. Doesn't even cross my mind. Collingwood, when they do lose and I've won money, I'm like, oh, cool. I've got, got 50 bucks. Thanks. Makes me feel a little bit better. But it won't alter your thoughts for Volk. You'll still be going so hard. All right. So what we're sa- what we're saying here is bet if you want Volk to win, bet on Islam. Yep. And then you won't be disappointed. Well, and I think that's no, the best just, strategy we can come to the table here with. Yeah, I, I really, really love that, Dano. Thanks. I yeah. actually loved it. 
Good. So how much are we actually going to put on this? I can't justify. I've got to use the four hundred. I've got to check the bank account. Well, look, you're gonna you're gonna hate me for this, but my my multi for this um my multi for this card is um what did I say? Justin Tafa KO first round and Islam Makachev submission first round. That's gonna be my multi. First round, you reckon Volk doesn't weather the storm for first round, even with the wrestling and that. You reckon he doesn't weather it for, for one round? I am concerned that Islam you, wants you know, to make a, make a statement yeah, here. Um, and Islam also said very confidently that he wants to knock Volk out. He said, I want to show everyone that I've knockout power and that I can knock, knock Volk out because he's a lot smaller than me. I don't think he'll knock him out on the feet. I think um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big possibility of like some, a ground and pound knockout. But I don't think... I think Islam will see that Volk's really quick on the feet. hope it doesn't fuck Volk too much, the thought of getting taken down. Like, it seems to do... It, it seems does, to happen a it lot. It does for everyone. It fucks everyone up, yeah, doesn't it? Which, 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 which is when they get caught on the feet. Yeah. Um, but I just can't see... Probably even is what got Charles a bit. It gets them all. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's massive. But I just can't see him getting knocked down on the feet. Look, I, I don't know. Con, another little juicy one there that you might want to consider... There is a submission round combo, five rounds, Islam Makachev to win by submission in rounds one or two. $3.80. Oh, yeah. That really is, like that. See, that is, that gives you the two, that gives you 10 minutes. <laughs> it gives you 10. Yeah. I like it, but I don't like it. Bingo, I've got another point for Volk. Corbs, just hear this one out. He's never gone, Islam's never gone five rounds, right? If Volk can withstand these takedowns, you know how there's different fitnesses, right? I can go surfing and swim around easy and then a fit guy that can run really good can come surfing and and, not, and struggle and I can try and run 50 metres and I'm gassing out. Is there a chance that Volk on the feet, if he can keep it there, Islam could could feel a bit of no nah. no nah. oh, well I, sorry I just think is, I, only because I, I, I <laughs> have only, you seen Islam run nah but I've seen Islam he runs shit he's up he upright fucking I don't know this isn't a fucking running match I just think Islam can wrestle for like forty minutes Easily. and if you can wrestle for forty minutes you can stand up for nearly yeah. that long you know. Yeah, that's my look, opinion. Like, if he's wrestling yeah. that long, Islam's cardio is not going to be an issue in this fight. Oh, well, I'm feeling a bit deflated here. No, don't. No, please. Like half my money's going on bulk by points. So, <laughs> look, we've given like we've given the best strategy to play this. Like, it can you? Imagine? It's pretty simple. Like, don't i i would I would like tell anybody don't put money on bulk. I'm not saying I will, Minga, and I'm not going to. Yeah, I'll be putting all my money. Like minimum a hundred units, <laughs> all my units on Islam. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm willing to pay for a Volk win. Yeah, and that's good. That's the best way to play it. Even if it really? means yeah, small return. You've upset Dublin. Dublin's actually really upset with this. <laughs> well, I so think everybody will be. But like for for the record, like regardless of everything I've just said. I fucking really hope hope Volk wins. Oh yeah, you said that too. We know. We yeah. Know, yeah. So like, let's get around him because this could be the best thing we've we've all seen ever seen. In and you know lives. when we talk about the champions, Minga, mm. and we we do with like Messi and all that, 
We've just got to remember how good Volk is. And I, we do have to give him respect. The guy's so tough and so good. And he is pound for pound best in the world. Like, I don't want to just go in there and give him no credit before this even starts. No, not no credit, but no hope. No chance. He's a chance. He's the toughest fucking bloke ever. Yeah. And he's not going to tap. And this guy's going to fucking strangle him. And Volk's going to fight to the death. He would... Islam would have never fought someone like Volk, ever. He's going to have a crack. He's probably going to get a broken arm or he'll get choked out or something crazy. But we can't forget Volk because he is the man. All right, so we've got to wrap this up because we've been going for a while. Do you have any last words, Corbs? Well, let's go our bets for this. For this. Oh, yeah, what do you guys What do you guys want? Because I'm obviously Islam first round submission. <laughs> I'm just straight. Um, I'm Islam submission because I don't... I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think he submits, in my opinion, I, I think Volk can weather the first round. But I think Islam's going to somehow get him. But, but like, I'm praying to the MMA gods that they come visit me while I get out of my car or I'm on my way to my car. You want a tap on the window? Oh, give, I hope they do. Cool. I hope I get a tap on the window, license, and how much money's in your bet account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I've got to go Islam by submission as well. $2.45. I can't believe those odds, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, did you hear what Volk said about everyone telling, talking about how big and strong and good Islam is? Yeah. Did you hear about it? Hear him say it? What did he say? He said, don't change your mind after I beat this guy. Just remember what you're all saying about him. And then when I beat him, keep, keep thinking what I will, thinking. I would not be changing my mind about that. Good. <laughs> I'm going Volk. Fuck Volk it. by what? Does Volk win? This doesn't three dollars ninety. This doesn't get my money. What do you mean? Like I, I, I'm not. I'm doing. Then you're not going Volk. No, because you? I'm doing. I'm doing my my. Oh, my oh, Islam's getting your money. Islam's getting my money. But you're going with Volk. <laughs> but I'm going with Volk. Oh well, that's the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same as Connie. That's well. actually me too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Islam by submission from all three of us, but we're all going <laughs> with <honest>. Volk. <laughs> All right, one last What's thing. Volk fucking. Hang on. Go, go on, yeah, you're on. What do you All right, guys, this is just a little PS here. I forgot to ask, pose this to Mingo with his extreme confidence for, for Islam. Now, <laughs> we've spoken about this before, about bald athletes being good. Now, Mingo, will you shave your head to the skin? Like Volk, if Volk wins, just so you can be like Volk, out of respect. I'll get out. I'll get the same razor I shave my my chin with, and I'll put it on my head. Can right. we do it? And we'll film can it. We, can we film it? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Oh yeah, definitely for Volk. You'll do it. Yeah, I'll <laughs> shave my receding hair off of my head, <laughs> and and I might not ever grow it back. <laughs> but you you'll know. be. But you know what. You'll be way better at everything oh, you do. Oh, jeez, it'll be a good uh, way to go out, Mika. It's probably time. Yeah. And it's I, probably time. And good things will start Which happening be, to you. Yeah. Which could be, you know, the omen that Volk needs, mm. if that makes Fuck, sense. Fuck, this is big. All right, sweet. That's all I wanted. Thanks, boys. All right. Good. I feel like he's going to win now. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't. 